I'm Benjamin Wong, and you're listening to Kid CEO. On this episode, what if you could put on glasses or a headset and suddenly jump into a whole new world? What if you could actually enter the games you play, like Minecraft or Fortnite, and become your character? Well, how is any of this possible? Two words, virtual reality. Hey, welcome back to Kid CEO. A couple years ago, I did a science experiment on virtual reality. I kept wanting to get this VR headset, but my parents would always be a little iffy about it because they didn't know how safe they were. So I decided to do my science project on if virtual reality affects hand and eye coordination. I don't know what this game is called, but it was when you had to put these little shapes in their like correct puzzle spot, and then when the time ran out, the entire board like popped up and everything would explode out. Um, I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but anyways, I would have the participants first do the puzzle and record their time, and then I would have them go on a roller coaster and you guessed it, virtual reality, for I think about ten minutes. So after, I would have them redo the test. I think this was in the 5th grade, but the idea of virtual reality still sticks with me today, and my fascination with it. So how does this VR thing work, and how does it affect your health? Well, let's get right into it. So how does it work? Well, in every virtual reality headset, the participant basically has to put on some sort of glasses or headset in front of their eyes. And then inside that glasses or headset is two screens, uh, one for each eye. And even if the smartphone, the smartphone is split so that there is basically two identical screens for each individual eye. Um, and then it blocks off all the light from the outside world, basically making it so that you're it actually feels like you're somewhere else. Um, for example, if I want to make a um, set for a movie, then they would have to make like a giant box and then create an environment within that set. Um, so now, let's discuss FPS, uh, which is frames per second, and then FOV, which is field of view. So you know how when you watch a cartoon or play a game, the screen is like flipping through pages of a digital book. It's like, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced a flip book, uh, where you flip it really quick, and it's kind of like a movie. Uh, and this is, this is pretty much how all digital videos, photos, cartoons, it's how it all works. Uh, so obviously, the more FPS, the smoother and more seamless the experience is. So now you're probably wondering, how does this FPS relate to virtual reality? Well, in order for VR to work, there has to be a minimum of 60 FPS. Uh, so you can't just bring in your old, you know, iPhone 11 or iPhone 1. Next, there's the FOV. FOV is how much the screen supports eye and head movement. So when you move your head and look around in the VR, there needs to be something to look at. It seems pretty obvious, right? 
And so VR pretty much just requires a 100 degree field of view. So all in all, VR is basically just a really high quality dual, which means two, screen with some very high quality uh, imaging, so high quality FPS and FOV. On this week's Hashtag Curiosity, did you know the first VR headset was invented in 1960 by Morton Heidlein and was called a telesphere mask? And here we are 60 years later talking about basically his invention. Pretty crazy, right? The technicalities of VR are really very simple. But the major thing here is the long debate on whether VR damages your health and if it's good for us as a person and as a people. Um, so there are th really three major dangers of VR. Anxiety, nausea, and eye strain. So first, anxiety. When you're in virtual reality, you can experience pretty much anything, no matter how happy, scary, or terrifying it is. So you're probably like, well, Ben, isn't watching a scary movie the same thing as going into, for example, a virtual haunted house? No. See, when you're in virtual reality, the emotions created is much, much more than simply looking at a photo or video. Imagine your worst fear. For me, it's spiders. So now, look at a picture of the fear. So I would look at a picture of spiders. It's still pretty scary, but now imagine going into virtual reality where these, there are these giant spiders everywhere. Now that can get pretty terrifying. The next big health issue is nausea. So this is really similar to uh, you know motion sickness when you drive a car. When you walk, your brain senses that your body is moving, but everything seems okay because it's just doing what you're telling it to do. It's telling, it's, you're walking, and it makes sense because your brain is telling your feet to move. But when you're in the car, it's like, hmm? It senses that you're moving, but it never told your feet to walk. And that confusion creates motion sickness. So in a VR headset, the v VR is simulating motion and sounds. So just like with the motion sickness, your brain gets really, really confused. A UCLA Keck Center study showed that 60% of a test rat's brain's neurons just shut down in VR. So imagine what that could do to humans. The third thing we talk about is eye strain. And this one's pretty straightforward. We all know that if we stare at a phone really close to our eyes for a long time, it starts to hurt. And because this is, well, pretty much exactly what VR is, it makes sense that eye strain is such a major issue. I've talked about the negatives a lot, but I think it's time to talk about how VR can help our world. If you're a kid, sometime or the other, you might have experienced using virtual reality in school. Instead of reading about ancient Greece in a textbook, the teacher might have given you these goggles, and you can visit the Parthenon, almost in person. And this is exactly what I got to experience. Pretty cool, right? 
Education is just one of the many possibilities, though, uh, positive uses of VR in society. VR can be used to help war veterans cope with PTSD. It could help sports coaches analyze their next big game. Really, the possibilities for VR are endless. VR is probably the most simple of all the tech we've covered on Kitsio, the future. Uh, but it's still a really interesting topic. And I know this episode was much shorter than others, but what do you guys think about it? Uh, would you use it? Do you think it's good for us? Let me know, and I'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. What do you think of this idea? Let us know on our Instagram page at KidCEO Podcast and subscribe to never miss an episode. This is Benjamin Wong and this is KidCEO, the future.